That is what a woman should sound like. Silent. That's what I've been told my whole life. To be silent. To accept what was expected of me as a woman. Do not interrupt. Do not give your opinion. Do not talk. Silence doesn't mean there's nothing to say. It has changed today. We can talk and I feel supported if I do. Although it's easier to do in a group of women than in a group of men. It's hard to trust that my voice is really worth anything sometimes. It's hard to trust who you are. I don't even know who I am or what I am. I just know that I died in Pluckley and I woke up in the little church never to sleep again. I remember I couldn't wait to be old because it meant that I could finally speak. People listen to old women. They are wise. I read that before there were only three choices for women if they wanted to be free. Nun, prostitute and widow. And being dead, I guess. But I was young. And I died young. I always pictured you being in your twenties when you died. I realized the other day that you probably died approximately at my age. Twenty-two. You're twenty-two. Dead. Remembered only for your age, beauty, and, well, the fact that you're a ghost. I'm here. Twenty-two. Trying to piece together your story. Our lives are so different. How did you feel when you realized that you had died so young? I guess I was thrilled to be dead, because I could speak all that I wanted, and there was no one to tell me to be silent. Until I realised that I had stayed silent for so long, that some other story of me replaced my own. The generic story of some faceless woman. Young. Beautiful. Bearing a child, a mother. Young. A wife, dead. (laughs) How convenient. This story fulfills everything that is expected of women. We will shortly be arriving at Pluckley. Would customers please take care when alighting as this station has a narrow platform. Okay, so I've just arrived at Pluckley, aka the most haunted village of England. Uh, But for now, there is nothing to feel and nothing to see. (laughs) Uh, I read that there were 12 ghosts and a couple of poltergeists here, so I think it's worth a visit. And in the ghosts, there are four female entities. Uh, The watercress lady, the Tudor lady the red lady and the one that I'm interested in, the white lady. So I'm now going to go up to St. Nicholas Church, her supposed place of haunting, and see if I can find that white lady of Blackley. All over the world, through centuries, there is one ghost story that appears everywhere. It is the story of a beautiful woman who died of a tragic death and who comes back to haunt the living world. She has been called Oyiwa in Japan, La Llorona in South America, or you might know her as the White Lady. 
many villages and regions have a similar story. The story of the ghost of a woman dressed in white. There are a lot of similarities between the stories of these multiple white ladies, but they are each associated to a specific location. And the more we advance through time, the more their stories have merged to be reduced to a single stereotype. Silence doesn't mean there's nothing to say. I have decided to investigate a real haunted location, to discover the origins of a specific ghost story, and what better place to start than in the country where every village has a ghost, England. And, as my first example of a white lady ghost, I chose one who is accompanied by many other spirits in the famously most haunted village of England, Pluckley, in Kent. at Pluckley and let me tell you oh, it's a good 30 minutes walk from the station it climbs and you have to walk on the side of the road it's super dangerous <laughs> on the way I passed a couple of so-called haunted locations um, I think the Tudor lady that is at Greystones and then the monk who is at Rose Court and now I'm in front of St. Nicholas Church the view is really peaceful. I can see all the countryside from here and it's all foggy, it's like a bit mystical. So the graveyard is supposed to be haunted by a red lady and the church by the white lady. I wonder how well they've been sighted so that they can differentiate them. Traditionally, the so-called Red Lady and the White Lady are two feminine ghost entities that appear in many parts of the world. The Red Lady represents every negative aspect that women tend to bear. Violence, a thirst for blood, lust, lies, and treason. She usually embodies a historical figure. The legend of Bloody Mary, for example, is usually associated with Mary I. The white lady is more a symbol of what society expects of women, to be mothers, loving, caring, who are doomed for eternity to cry and wander, desperate, crazy because of love, or because they encountered a tragic death. The white lady has been losing details of her story to be reduced to one single myth. I want to tell the story of the white lady of Pluckley, with the details, accepting what I know and what I don't. She wasn't the craziest of the white ladies. Her ghost was seen and heard crying and moaning, but there is no aspect of the story that relates to madness. The way she died is a mystery. Of course, there are speculations that she died during childbirth, but who's really to tell? so loudly in the silence. 
On the right, behind an old wood paneling, is Daring Chapel. Apparently, the White Lady was from the Daring family, who used to be the lords of Blackley and the surrounding areas. They lived at Surrendered Manor at one point, but the building burned in the mid-1900s. So, this is where you can see, hear, or feel the ghost of the White Lady of Blackley. On the walls, on the ground, there are names of members of the Daring family. Anne, Eduardi Daring Militis et Baronetti Conius Johannes Ashburnham, so that's Anne Ashburnham, 1622, is it? Wow, what if that was her grave? Here on the ground, there's a drawing. It's it's a depiction of a young woman. She's dressed in Middle Ages fashion. She's holding the hand of a man. <laughs> Could one of these graves be the one of the White Lady? Elizabeth Tufton, 1598-1622. Anne Ashburnham, 1605-1628. Mary Mitchum, unknown, seventeen o seven. Elizabeth Henshaw, unknown, seventeen thirty four or seventeen thirty five. Selena Furness, unknown, seventeen fifty seven. All of these women could have been her. That's the most important characteristic, if I may call it that, of the White Lady of Pluckley. She is a woman. She probably suffered injustice, didn't choose her marriage, might have been pregnant. I don't know if she had much choice. Women at these times usually felt that it was their duty to be here to serve and to care. But I would like to imagine that she was a rebel in her own way. A bit like Jane Austen's characters. I heard what he said about me that author who came to tell the stories of the ghosts of Pluckley. He's called Dennis Chambers. He wrote about it in 1984. What did he say? She was a beautiful female from the Daring family, who died at a tragically early age. That's what I heard too, with some variations. Before, I was a country tale, here to scare the children and help smugglers. I had a role, I was a tradition, Part of the story of Pluckley, here to allow the church to live through time. And now? And now, a beautiful female, a tragically early age. What is tragically early? If I died during my childhood, it's indecent that I was married. Then what? Was it in my twenties? It was tragic, so you mustn't have known much of life. I know that you were married. It is a bit tragic if you died soon after your marriage. Yes, that is sad. But I am a woman. I never had and would never have had any choice. At seven, twenty-two, or fifty years old. But now, years after I am dead, this man wants to reduce me to a cliché. By putting his words in my mouth, he's taking away my voice. Even if my story isn't known, even if it's just a story, he stole the right to describe it. 
silence doesn't mean there is nothing to say.